Hey everybody, welcome back to Thoughts from Pool Therapy, the podcast that feels like you spend a day at the pool with your besties. My name is Megan, and I, of course, will be your host for this upcoming podcast episode. Thank you all for tuning in this month as we, Melanie and I, celebrate Mental Health Awareness Month. Uh, We kicked it off last week with our welcome back episode. (laughs) Um, This week, we are continuing our celebration of Mental Health Awareness Month with the incredible Paige Johnson, who is a therapist, specifically an art therapist. Paige was on the podcast back in November uh, for her solo episode, but we decided to bring her back as a professional in the field to ask her some questions that you guys sent in to also learn a little bit more about therapy and how art therapy helps people, what a typical session looks like with her and patients, and a a lot of really great information about the stigma behind mental health upkeep and management. Uh, We get into a lot of really interesting topics here. (laughs) Um, We talk about celebrity mental health. We talk about um, dating during a pandemic. We also talk a lot about some astrology um, for a tourist season. And the new moon is coming up today, May 11th, when you're hearing this episode. Um, So it's a good time for manifesting, for new beginnings, new energy, new, new fun, exciting things coming up. Um, So we hope you really enjoy this episode. Please let us know um, by commenting or sharing what you think about the episode. Um, And be sure to tune in as we continue Mental Health Awareness Month celebrations throughout the rest of the year, year, the month. (laughs) I hope you guys have a great, great week and a great um, end of tourist season. And here we go. (laughs) Okay, now we are recording. Oh. Oh. <laughs> it's not he he it's <laughs> have you seen that tiktok yeah okay <laughs> i thought i was just going around going <laughs> no, no. anyway welcome to thoughts from pool therapy everybody we are back baby yay hi <laughs> um welcome back everyone uh thank you so much for listening to our welcome back episode last week um after our five-week unscheduled break uh appreciate all of the support from everybody listening and messaging us nice things um about everything we talked about in the episode um but melanie and i are really excited because since it is mental health awareness month we have like we talked about last week some special episodes this month that are kind of they'll be still on the same kind of format as a regular episode um but with some really awesome wonderful guests the first one that we have up this week you've heard her before you know her you love her she's your favorite leo everyone's favorite leo her name is her name is paige johnson everybody Hi, Hi Paige. Hi, sh- Hi, sisters. Yes. <laughs> That's an escandalo. Um, but yes, Paige is back. Yay! Welcome Yay. back, Paige. Hey, thanks for having me. We're excited. Um, the last time you were on was December. I think so. You were like episode nine. You were still in single digits with us. I think so. November or December, one of those two. It was episode nine. But yeah, it was December, November. Yeah. So welcome back. It's been a little bit. It's been a minute, as the kids say. Um, But you are here for several reasons. Um, The first one being that you're a good friend of Melanie and I. uh, And also you are a therapist. You are an art therapist specifically. So who better than to have on for this specific month than an actual therapist? Yay! Wow! Yay. <laughs> wow. Who would have thought? Who, Who would have, have thought? 
Who would have guessed we would have a, a therapist on? What were you going to say? <laughs> Who would have suggested herself as a guest? I mean, <laughs> you hear me say big Virgo energy all the time. Paige is literally like the Leoist Leo, Leo of anybody that I know. <laughs> Do you have Leo other places in your chart or is it just your son? Yeah, which is problematic. Yeah, uh, my Venus in leo so, so is mine is it? Ah, i'm breaking my microphone over here but yes my leo is in venus so in love we like, venus in leo. like it to be about us yes <laughs> yes <laughs> <laughs> and my earth sign virgo is like no no ma'am we stay home and we no 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 ma'am get away from me <laughs> so it's very strange that's crazy wow oh where's your venus do you know that's your uh, love, like your love sign. Like your, I can look oh, Melanie's going to pull out receipts. Yeah, I want to know. Um, um, Megan, I'm so surprised that your big three are all. Uh, <laughs> Girl, don't even get me started. I am a complicated lady. I just, I swear there would have been some fire in there and maybe a water. I, I'm really surprised that I don't have any fires at all, period. Like, I think oh, Leo... Yeah. Well, I know, I know I meant in my big three, I'm sorry. Um, but yeah, Leo, my other signs are like all over the board, but my big three are very, obviously they all stay in one lane, <laughs> which, is, yeah. which is wild. Um, yeah. My Venus mm -hmm. is an Aries. Oh, I thought you were going to say Leo. And I was like, ah! no, <laughs> that wasn't going to make any sense though. My, if you said um, Leo, because my Mars is in Leo. <laughs> I don't know what that well, means, but Mars is like aggression, I think. Yeah, the way that you communicate, but like more combative, I think. Yeah, and Mercury is communication, like how you talk to people and how you interact I'm with a others. Cancer. That makes sense. <laughs> my little, my little emotional little Cancer crab. Yeah. This might be a little. It's it's on topic, I think, but it's a little random. Um, whenever, so you know how people have like auras that some people can see like that they give off a color or blah, blah, blah. When I think of Paige, I think of yellow, like gold, which is Leo's are, I mean, yeah. I associate it with summertime, fire, but Paige mm -hmm. has a gold aura about her, like a yellow gold, like a queen. Um, oh, I know it, but that I've always thought that, but um, spirit daughter, actually, I talked about this on the last episode. She posted some really cool graphics of each sign and like their six, um, characteristics like big six characteristics of each sign and it had the colors that are associated with that season which I thought was pretty cool or that that sign and mine yeah. were very earth tones obviously um, like a, a light light nude pink a light green soft kind of soft green brown and I was like I don't like any of these colors and I was like well those are a lot of like base neutral colors in my closet that I get drawn to. So that makes sense for me. Yeah. <laughs> but yours also had page yellows, reds, brown, a little bit of black. Yeah. Like, so it, it all makes sense to me. Um, yeah. Yours had blue in it, like a light pale blue that I remember. I can't remember all of them off the top of my head. Um, but like I said, we're going to do kind of a normal ish format to begin with. And then we're going to get into the meat of our podcast, why we have page here what we're going to talk about, all that good stuff. And we'll answer your questions that you guys have sent in. And you sent in some really good ones, some also really funny ones. So thank you for both. Um, and if you saw the video on Instagram or Facebook today, let me know so I can see who was seeing it and what you thought of that. And Melanie and I are, are planning on going live pretty soon, just on a random 
day just to, to check in with y'all. We'll do that probably once or twice a week, hopefully at most. Um, so we don't bother you or annoy you too much. Um, but without further ado, Paige, you're an expert at the pod. You've been on here before. You've caught up mm -hmm. on a lot of episodes. So we're going to kick off with our three favorite things. That was a that was a British accent, but also a Southern yeah. accent. Southern. Welcome to Thoughts from Pool Therapy, everybody. <laughs> anyway, um, since you're the guest page, what are your top three favorite things of the week? They could be people, places, things, food, TV, pop culture, news headlines. Sebastian Stan. Sebastian, any one of Sebastian Stan's pieces of work, um, whichever, whatever you're feeling. <laughs> okay. Great, thank you. So, <laughs> the possibilities are endless. Endless. Um, first of all, I have to say, I don't know who Sebastian Stan is. Don't, don't, don't look him up. Don't do it because then you'll just fall down a rabbit hole of <laughs> uh, don't even like any of the videos on TikTok. If you see one, just scroll past it. Do not do it. Yeah. Don't do it. That's my I advice. I say do it, but he is so good looking. Oh my God. And he's a good actor too. It's just so stupid. What? I'm down for good looking, good actor. Okay. Well, okay. Well, I told you. Just... It's like an obsession that's going to like suck me in. I don't know. Yeah. Tread lightly. I'll say tread lightly, but, okay. um, outside of that, um, what are your top three things? Of the week? <laughs> the top smash and stand moment of the week. <laughs> man he should start paying me for how much i talk about him in the how much we talk about him in the podcast and just outside of real life in real life right now i mean it's yeah. not sensitive, stupid could... it's stupid <laughs> okay <laughs> but okay serious in serious in all seriousness my first favorite thing of the week is um i made no bake cookies which <gasps> is just my favorite yum um, i made them earlier today <clears throat> they're so underrated and they're like just a forgotten favorite of mine mm. so, what kind were they just the like chocolate peanut butter mm, no bake yum yum yeah i would have those as like in elementary school, this our school would make those. Uh huh. That's always what that reminds me of. Aw, that's it's, cute. Yeah. Little nostalgic so was, treat. Yeah. And what else? Um, I have the, I had them ready. Um. <laughs> um. So, uh, the weather has been finally nice in Denver. Um. It was snowing a couple weeks ago. Ooh, gross. And um, I love the heat here and truly like I'm connected to the sun, even though I'm not like an outdoor girly, but uh -huh. I. <laughs> <laughs> outdoor girly. <laughs> hey girl. Hey girl. Um, the, the sun being out just changes everything for me and my mood. Absolutely. I just noticed a big change in with the the sun being out later and the building that i live in has a roof where i can sit and so oh that's nice painting and yeah it's not humid 
Oh, Love that. God, it it was so humid this last week. The heat index got up to a hundred. Yeah, it was so gross. No way, Jose. We skipped spring. We said, you know what? You should go right to summer. And I said, whoa, buddy, who let you in? <laughs> I haven't even got my tax return yet. You can't come. No, ma'am. It's not time for summer yet. It is not time, Annie. Can't pay for summer. Give me the money. You can come in. Mm-hmm. Pay your entrance fee. Mm-hmm. anyway uh, yes the sun does change a lot of things for a lot of people yeah um and yeah so i've been loving the roof and oh i also i'm not a big like bachelor uh fan i've watched a couple of seasons uh-huh but nick vile's podcast yeah I, you know him yes He's he's a close friend of yours, I know. Well, we're podcasters, so you know we oh. we are in the same same world. So yeah. you know, not to brag or anything, but right, right. We had lunch with him earlier. <laughs> we had lunch with him earlier, talking about ideas for the podcast. Uh, business lunch. <laughs> we have to, we can uh, write it off our taxes. Yep. <laughs> it was a business meeting. So I've been listening to the episodes where people will call in and ask for dating advice. Oh, keeps it real, real. Mm-hmm. Well, tell people like, yeah, he's just not that into you. So, good luck moving on. It's okay to be sad, but sounds like the guy wasn't into you, and it's just like the tough love that coming from someone who is on The Bachelor. <laughs> I know, I know, and he'll he'll talk about that too. He'll he'll reference like you know people going on The Bachelor. Uh, like we can recognize that that's not reality. And- <laughs> has like a good head on his shoulders yeah but so I've been listening to to that and it's been helpful with uh thinking about dating and not dating yeah it's interesting to hear other people's dating advice especially from um from several different age groups like on TikTok and on like YouTube and things like that um even if it's not a perspective of your own that you would ever think about being like like that that would be you doing any of those things or like any advice that doesn't sound right to you. It's interesting to hear what other people suggest and what has worked for them or not worked for them or how they approach dating. And especially I've, I've have found it fascinating and you two can correct me or not correct me, but like, tell me if this is like (laughs) not interesting at all, but how people have been dating during a pandemic, like the pandemic Lovato. Yeah. What were you doing at the beginning? Like when things were very up in the air with the virus and not knowing how it, got around and stuff like how did you how do people do that how did they do that how did the uh, uh. <laughs> right it is just it was like truly so weird still so weird but mm-hmm. especially when like i i was thinking the other day like wow there were stores that were closed for months Mm-hmm. Nothing was open other than a grocery store mm-hmm. and other stores. Like that was all that we had in Denver. Yeah. And crazy. And to think that people were trying meeting to new people. Yeah. I wasn't even like wanting to be around my own family at points. Yeah. <laughs> like, really? I didn't even see my own boyfriend for a whole month. Like mm-hmm. that's it's it's crazy to think. Mm-hmm. I mean, dating is already stressful. And then the panini press just added millions yep. and millions of pounds of pressure to that. So. so much pressure. And like speaking just for myself, 
I went through like waves of loneliness and mm. skin hunger. It's what I've heard it. Yeah. You're referenced. Uh, yeah, skin hunger. Um, wanting to just like have a hug. Cause yeah. I so, and I've had a job this whole time, which I'm thankful for, but, um, and I was in, I worked virtually for about a month, month or two, two months. Mm-hmm. But so other than that, I've been like, uh, socially very stimulated, but can't touch. Yeah. It was too scary, <laughs> which is nuts. Yeah. I, mm-hmm. I, um, I like to give my friends hugs and I like to, um, like high five. And I like to like, mm-hmm. like fake punch someone. Like when I tell a joke or something, blah, blah. She likes to real punch someone. I like too. to real punch Melanie. Um, so it was just, yeah, I just slap her across the face. Yeah. Couldn't do that during COVID. No. Couldn't do that. Um, <laughs> you could have. <laughs> well, you were in my pod. You are in my pod. So yeah, I could have slapped you if I wanted to, but I don't want to. Um, but yeah, so uh, where were we? Uh, this is what happens with Paige. This is how every conversation with Paige and I go. It's like, oh my God, I tell you about this one thing an hour later. Oh, that one thing. Um, so going back to the main point. <laughs> so going back to the main point. Um, oh, we were talking about dating and uh, Nick Files. Nick Files' podcast. Yes. What is that podcast called again? The Vile Files. The Vile Files. I was thinking in my head, I was like, I'm not going to say it out loud because I, I don't think that's right. <laughs> yeah, no, that, yeah, that's it. Cool. There you go, Nick Viles. Um, after we talked on our business lunch today, there's your little shout out. Remember to give us our shout out when you listen. You know. <laughs> um, so your uh, favorite thing so far have been, um, was that one of them? Is that how we got there? Yeah. No, Nick- yeah, that was <laughs> okay. the last one. Okay. That was the last one. Okay. And the sun and then Nick Viles. Podcast. Yes. And Perfect. Like, so hard hitting advice. Yeah. That's awesome. I think those were a great array of things. I'm never going to tell someone that their three favorite things were stupid. I just realized that. I always say those are great things. Those are three great things. <laughs> All good things. I don't think they're great, but I would never say that. To you. <laughs> I hate your three favorite things. Melanie, next. <laughs> Mine are all food driven. So I mean, are I they? Think. when are they not? Yeah, let's go. Let's go. Let's go, sis. Um, number one is the jalapeno poppers. <laughs> Pages witnessing real sibling energy. On is um, Ben and Jerry's um, half-baked mm. um, ice cream that I just finished before we started recording. Um, <laughs> and number three is Marco's pizza. What kind of pizza did you get? Pepperoni pizza. Oh, we tried to order pizza tonight, and Papa John's gave us the wrong pizza. Really- yeah. One of the wrong pizzas. Yeah, they put it in the wrong box. Yeah. It, it said pepperoni like, pizza and then... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It had like sausage and onions and green peppers on it. It was gross. But I still ate it. I was going to say you still ate it. Yeah. <laughs> put some garlic sauce on it. It'll be fine. Yeah. Well, it's like, it's that saying like bad pizza is still like good. Bad pizza is yeah. still good pizza. Yeah. Wait, but I want to know where the jalapeno poppers from. Oh, Papa John's. <laughs> oh, I ate my had. Jalapeno poppers. Yeah. I like the ones from Arby's and they have the Bronco Berry dipping sauce. <laughs> what is it? Bronco Berry. <laughs> <laughs> it's something cowboy. Uh, oh it's very 
I think there's the word Bronco is in there. That's so, I've never it, been to Arby's, never what? eaten there. I, <laughs> Do they not, what? How? I've never eaten there either, so. What? How? Do they not have them in Florida, or do you just... They you... do. Uh, they do. We just choose not to eat there. And they also didn't For have them no in Maryland, really. For reason, but... Yeah, we've just never eaten there. That's yeah. why. I, we're creatures of habit, I guess. <laughs> but you're missing out. They have the best curly fries. Comment That's what I've heard. You like Arby's curly fries. Comment down below if you like Arby's curly fries. Tag yeah. us when you listen and let us know. Um, yeah. I do love a good curly fry. What's your favorite kind of fry? Waffle fries. Waffle. Paige? Probably a curly fry. Mine's a steak fry, like from Red Robin. Ooh, steak fries really good. So steak that fries. Kind of like seasoning, salt seasoning. Ooh, yeah. Red Robin. They have that's on the Arby's fries. We got to go to Arby's. We the have the meats. <laughs> yes. What'd you say, Paige? You gotta get the bronco berry. With bronco the- berry. <laughs> I, you know, it might not even be that, but it's berry. It's something dairy. <laughs> well, now it's gonna be bronco berry at Arby's. We're looking for a sponsorship, so <laughs> let's go. <laughs> uh, make a new product if that's not what it's already called. <laughs> you can look it up. Well, Melanie, those three things were delicious, and well, I didn't have Marco's pizza, but um. And I didn't have the half-baked, but the jalapeno poppers were really good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I do like half-baked Ben and Jerry's. Yes. And Marco's Pizza is pizza. Um, lovely things. I like those. Thanks. Um, I haven't had Marco Pizza in a long time, and the only time I had it was with Jordan, and I didn't like it. It was good. Do I need to try it again? Yeah. We should try it again. It's like a local pizza place, I think. Like, it's a little chain here in Florida, I think. Okay. I don't know. It could be other places, but I only know of Florida. Um my three favorite things this week um one is dog sitting i have had two dog sitting gigs over the last week and the first one was with two puppies named sunny and jesse that i love 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 i've dog sat for them before and now i'm with a new client her name is roxy she's a 10 year old bulldog and she is crazy (laughs) you would think for 10 years old that she like wouldn't want to jump around and play around and stuff but no 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 ma'am She's got a lot of life left in her, um, but she's so cute. And she has the biggest underbite of any dog I've ever seen in my entire life. It's like an underbite and then her fangs stick up. Mm-hmm. It's so cute. She's so cute. Um, yes. She's when she's sleeping. <laughs> That's the noise she makes. <laughs> um, but yeah, dog sitting is just so fun. Cause it's almost like a little vacation for me while I also get to make money. Um, and they've all been local. So I get to come home for dinner and annoy Melanie every evening so mm-hmm. <laughs> she um, sure does I, excuse you um my other second favorite thing is going to casting today i went to casting to do my onboarding stuff for my return back to disney um and it was so cool just being back in a place where cast members like i know i've been to the theme parks and stuff since um, I was laid off and stuff, but I don't know. It just has different, it's different going to casting. Casting's like a, a magical world almost. <laughs> like, you, mm-hmm. um, and it everyone is. was so nice. What was that? The doorknobs. Yeah. Yeah. Magic. 
Yes. Um, and everyone was like, welcome back after they, they would say, are you a new hire? Are you coming back? And I said, yes. And yes to both of those questions, <laughs> because I'm technically a new hire because I'm going to a different role, but I am coming back to the company and they were all like, welcome back. And it was just so, it's so crazy. Like two years ago, I would have never told you, like, obviously none of us knew the pandemic was going to happen, but like the pandemic Lovato, the pandemic Lovato was going to come and, um, cause a lot of bad things, but it's also, there's lots of good things too. And this is a new opportunity making lemonade out of lemons. So I am excited. Um, yeah. and it was really cool. I had my tat out and everything. Like I was wearing a short sleeve shirt and I didn't have to cover it up. And I was like, <laughs> um, feeling, Finally. feeling pretty spicy. <laughs> Yes. Other people that have like regular jobs are like, <laughs> what is wrong with yeah. you? <laughs> um, what were you saying, Paige? I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. No, I'm sorry that I keep interrupting. Um, I think that was a rule that should have been lifted a long time ago. Yeah, indeed. I mean, we had the tattoos when you couldn't see them. Like, what does it matter to you, Brenda, if you can see my my butterfly tattoo? Like, whatever. But it's not so magical. It but takes away magic. from the magic. It takes away from the show. Have people the said anything to you? No. Oh. Do you have a tat that's visible? Not yet. <laughs> I'm getting one on uh, near my birthday. Oh, good. Yes. Yes. Have you decided what you're going to get yet? Not yet. Oh. Oh. Decisions. Decisions. Yep. Then my uh, other favorite thing this week um, I have on fake press on nails and they're super long and I'm obsessed with them. I've never had, I haven't had long nails like this. I mean, in years, over 10 years. So it's been really fun to like click clack on stuff. And I feel super like powerful when I'm like yeah. saying stuff and like using my hands. Um, yes. But it's really annoying typing on my computer or using my phone. So they're not yeah. going to last long <laughs> for several reasons for those reasons, but also I can't use, I can't wear these at Disney. They're too long. Um, mm -hmm. They fit the the color profile but they're too long so um but it's been really fun to just like do asmr with them mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um and melanie and i and my mom and i also went and got pedicures yesterday for the first oh, yeah, time in did. 14 months and me and megan got our eyebrows wet oh yeah we did annie and i have a bone to pick with InStyle nails in davenport florida okay Shout the lady out. Oh, oh, I will, because they're a great nail salon. However, I've been roasted the past two times I've been there. What? <laughs> Yesterday, I had the lovely Rose. She's done my feet and my hands before. I love her. I'm getting my eyebrows waxed, and she looks at my one eyebrow, and she says that my eyebrows are thinning. <laughs> Which, she's not entirely wrong. I have a little spot in my right eyebrow where there's, like, a little patch missing, but that's because I accidentally plucked out, like, a main character hair by accident you know what i mean like you have your main players and then you have your your supporting cast around your eyebrows and that's why you get waxed yeah <laughs> um but um they are thinning though so um <laughs> thanks rose thanks anna for your support during 2020 <laughs> and 2021 <laughs> really making you feel beautiful one welcome day. to 30 meg have fun <laughs> you have thinning eyebrows and lip hair <laughs> but yeah so those those are some of my favorites <laughs> not the lip or the the thinning eyebrows part but the other parts those were good uh, the mouth and the getting your feet done yes those were good yeah, um, i would think that they bring up the lip wax as like an extra sale 
That's what I thought too. But no, she was Anna was actually trying to get me to lick my lip. <laughs> she saw it as a problem, Henny. Okay, but did you get the lip wax? No. <laughs> She'll be hearing from my lawyers. Um, <laughs> so will Rose now that she's maybe conscious, self conscious of my right eyebrow. But oh. nothing a little makeup can't fix. Yeah. Um, that baby in. So wonderful things, Arabana. Excellent. Mm -hmm. I looked at him and it is Bronco Berry sauce. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Mel, we'll do a live from Arby's. Okay. We'll do a live from Arby's and we'll try the Bronco Berry sauce. Wait, we should do that. That'd Wait. Fun. Okay, I'm going to put it down I my will... notes. Hold on. Yeah, 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 yeah. Should we add Paige into our live on Instagram when we do it? Yes. You know how you can add people into your lives when you do them on Instagram? What if I went through the drive-thru and did the same face test? Arby's Hall! Mukbang! Mukbang! Guys, would you like to see us do a mukbang from Arby's on our Instagram live? Comment down below. Arby's live. Okay, okay, okay. We'll have to discuss what we get to, what we have to order there, but I know I need something with Bronco berry sauce. Um, <laughs> let's go ahead and do some a little um, astrology talk, astro talk as we call it. Um, I just made that up actually. We don't call that that now yet. Now we will. Um, so as we've already we already kind of dove into this a little bit <laughs> at the beginning of the pod. Um, but Paige, from your episode, we discussed you are a leo through and through what are your other two what are your top what are your big three um my rising is aries oh yeah uh-huh and that's why i keep interrupting you and <laughs> i'm sorry <laughs> um and my moon is in libra oh okay interesting i don't know much about libra I don't have too many Libras in my life. Annie, Annie Baloo Frisch is a Libra. Um, I don't know too many of them. So what in your interpretation or what you've read or in things, what does a Libra moon mean? Or what, what do you tend to, how do you, how do you manage your emotions? How does, how does a Libra moon work, operate? <laughs> as far as I know, and two of my closest friends are also Libra moons who are also therapists. Wow. Um, but Libra moons like to keep the peace emotionally. Mm -hmm. So Libra is the sign of the scales. They mm -hmm. like harmony and um, connecting different like groups of people. And so emotionally, I put myself in the middle mm. to like say, uh, make the peace. But <laughs> that's yeah but, but, <laughs> um yeah libras are all about balance and making sure that the, like things feel like centered i guess is almost how i would kind of just like describe a libra person maybe not necessarily if they were their moon was in libra um but yeah i just don't know too much about the taurus and libras are two i don't know very much about because i don't have many of them in in my life or melanie i don't think you know many of either of them I work with a few Libras and Taurus. Taurus, Tori, Tori. But yeah, so um, how has Taurus season been treating you 
not tourist season, like I sounded like I said earlier, but um, how is tourist season, tourist season treating you currently? Um, I'm doing great. It doesn't feel extra like touristy. I feel like tourist is very stubborn and likes to be comfy. Yeah. And I guess maybe I've been liking to be comfy mm-hmm. lately, um, just because I haven't been feeling good. But yeah, it's been fine. Nothing good. like out of the ordinary to uh, emotionally straining. So, good, good, yeah. good, good. Mel, how's um, tourist season been treating you lately? We're vibing, you know. Melanie's catching a vibe still. Yeah, just we're trying to con- constantly trying to catch a vibe. Yeah. <laughs> um. So, Paige, maybe you're a good person to ask about this. Um. In my research, again, I don't know much about Tauruses or Libras. So um, we've discussed a little bit of Libra. Um, Taurus season or Taurus, the Taurus energy. What should or what does that normally look like, feel like, if you could describe it? Mm -hmm. Um, Well, they're the bull. So I like to think when I'm trying to figure out the the energy is for the signs i i think of the the character the symbol Mm -hmm. a sign the symbol yes um so taurus is a bull Mm -hmm. so they're stubborn and headstrong yeah it's the second sign in the zodiac so they're not as like quick and um hyperactive as aries right but um still that same kind of energy but then because they're an earth sign which you might not um first associate taurus with earth because (laughs) stubborn yeah um they like to snuggle and uh be be comfy and like be cozied up in a blanket and have some snacks yeah they're pretty affectionate people as well taurus um the reason i i said earlier call back to a joke from earlier um i'm a taurus rising all my all my signs are earth signs my big three which is wild um and taurus is all about your appearance to your outward appearance to others your style your kind of the vibe you give off almost is how i've interpreted it from my research and it said that taurus is like a lot of patterns mixed patterns florals any kind of like kind of eccentric uh pattern and i love a good patterned shirt like a just a my whole closet you'll rarely find anything that's like one solid color it's usually a lot of patterns textures florals um flannel like stripes i love a patterned moment my bedspread is a bunch of different florals uh, tiled together almost it's a quilt of all different like pieces of fabric and um type of fabric um my whole room my vibe of my room i have lots of different like types of pieces of art and types of pieces of furniture all together and i said i don't really think i'm a taurus rising looks at all of her stuff and goes "Eh, maybe this makes sense (laughs) maybe it does make sense i don't know um but yeah i just i've never known much about I'm, i'm still a very amateur um zodiac astrology um person i'm learning mm-hmm. um 
but yeah, Taurus and Libra, those are two that I don't know much about. So uh, I love all the information you have for me when I, when I'm like, what is this? When I'm yeah. here talking about astrology on my podcast, I'm like, nee, 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 nee. and Paige is well, like, I didn't know. <laughs> what? I didn't know about the, the patterns and, and eclectic piece of Taurus. Yeah. Here. They like a lot of things that don't go together is really what I've gotten. And I'm like, yeah, I, I do like a lot of asymmetry. I like a lot of... That's Meg's vibe. That's my vibe. <laughs> Asymmetrical baby. But I'm glad to hear that, you know, it's sounds like it's been a pretty neutral kind of time for you. Not overly bad and not overly necessarily good even. Just kind of like, you know, steadfast yeah. almost. Just kind of... Yeah, stable. Which stable. Sounds like... Um feels very Taurus very feels very like earth sign time yeah feels very earthy yeah yeah for sure but I have some like new things that I want to be doing um mm -hmm. coming up and so I'm getting ready for that I I feel like I'm just really putting myself first which I love yes we love we love that um I actually do you do you either of you know the cosmic rx have you heard of this Yes. No. Um, so I get a, a weekly newsletter from them. Um, Cosmic RX, I get an energy report, a weekly cosmic energy report. And oh, it has, yeah. I stumbled upon it. They used, they did this whole thing on Instagram a couple months ago where you could put in your birthday and kind of almost like your natal chart, but it gave you manifestations for each of your signs, for each of your placements. Um, and it looked like a, a, a prescription like a, <laughs> like a prescription for a medic, like a, on your medicine bottle, which I thought was so funny and so cute. Yeah. Um, so I subscribed to their newsletter and they can send out daily text notifications for a, a daily manifestation. If you want, um, standard text messaging rates apply. Um, but, <laughs> um, but I get their, their cosmic energy report every week. Um, so I was actually going to read what each of our energy reports says for this week for Taurus season um read away so the cosmic rx for the taurus season for each of our signs um for gemini which is miss melody bostick me. um you're it gives you a couple words that you're going to probably focus on and this is only for i mean it doesn't necessarily only have to be for this upcoming week could be for the rest of the season but these are the words that they've said will be prevalent to you is this, sorry is yeah. this like gemini sun or any like gemini big three gemini sun okay i know you're supposed to check your sun and rising i've also learned um both horoscopes i've heard that you should check both is that accurate mm -hmm. is that what you've heard too i would say yeah that's what i do oh okay um melanie what's your what's your rising virgo virgo <laughs> um <laughs> and your rising is page i'm sorry aries Yes. Aries. Okay. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. Could you tell? <laughs> Leo, Sun, Aries, Rising. Who? What could go wrong? <laughs> um. Okay. So for Gemini, um, the words that they've given are healing, rest, relaxation, renewal, and reflection. Make space to get in touch with your spiritual side. Treat yourself to soul level self care, like an energy clearing or intuitive reading to tap into some higher guidance. Mm -hmm. Spicy. Um, and for Virgo rising, but also for Virgo sun, which is me, we'll read that. Um, the words given to us are new beliefs, 
global expansion, adventure, and higher learning. Um, it says search for a higher meaning now. <laughs> Read philosophy, tap into new truths, or plan a trip abroad. Do anything that expands your horizons. Huh. We just booked some airline tickets, so that's pretty funny. Abroad? <laughs> Not abroad, but within the domestic United States. <laughs> um, that's interesting. Why do you find that interesting? I'm going to keep it a secret for now. Uh, you can't keep secrets on this podcast. Yeah. This is just between girlfriends. I'm going to keep it a secret. What the heck? Do I know? Yeah. What? Anyway, now that we've had secret of Melanie, um, let's talk about Leo's son. That yeah. is Miss Bang Jolene. Um, this says the words for you are career, purpose, recognition, and public image. It says to fine tune your mission statement, ask for the promotion, launch that product, update your portfolio. People are paying attention to you. So get clear on what, what you stand for and put your best foot forward. Yes. Hello. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then let's go up to Aries for Aries rising. Um, these words are values, money, self-worth, new income streams, self-esteem upgrade. Love that. I feel like all of the things we've already talked about fit in all of these words. It's like <laughs> astrology is legit or something. What? what? <laughs> um, the RX for you says invest in yourself, take your time, energy, and money, and put it into something that can make, that can increase your net worth and your self-worth. Wow. <laughs> bop, 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 baby. Um, and then for my Taurus rising, it gives me vitality, authenticity, feeling yourself, new identity, emergence uh get a makeover with whose money <laughs> who paying for it you got uh, your nose your nails done i did your eyebrows done and your nails yeah. done yeah nail done hair done, done everything, everything did. did um you oh my god i didn't even read my rising because i was just like well virgo pff, whatever um you have gone through so much change over this past year consider changing your hair or upgrading your wardrobe to honor your inner transition Okay. Hi. <laughs> Spicy. <laughs> um, and it told me to stream 13 going on 30, which I'm literally going on 30 this year. <laughs> wow. Wow. That Taurus one really threw me for a loop. I didn't even read that one. That's, That's wild. What's that called? The Cosmic. Cosmic RX. I follow them on Instagram and then I, I signed I um signed up for their newsletter. You know you I um, think I follow them on Instagram too. If not, I'm gonna do that right now. Um Nebula, when uh -huh. you were, were recording um, Colleen's episode. Yeah. You, you were like, I have Nebula. And I said, oh, what's that? And then I downloaded it right then hey! and there. <laughs> we love influencing. Um, but yeah, so I thought that was pretty fun. I love the Cosmic Report. Excellent. I love that. I love a good astrology talk. And Paige is one of my favorite people to talk about astrology with because you actually like know it and understand it and have done a lot of like uh, research on it just through your own work and stuff so yeah, um you're giving me too much credit i try we are we're all just trying honestly honestly we're trying to catch a vibe we're all just trying to catch a vibe and try yeah just trying um so since it is mental health awareness month yeah let's go ahead plunge into the deep end and 
we are going to talk about <laughs> Paige's yeah. mimed doing a dive. Um, since, like we said, um, since it is the month uh, of May to recognize and advocate for mental health awareness, uh, we decided to bring Paige in since she's a th art therapist. Um, we have a couple things that like uh, topics that Paige would love to talk about together on the pod. And then we have some questions that we'll answer and, and kind of work through together as well. Um, if we don't read your question, I'm so sorry, but thank you so much for sending them in. We got a lot actually so we could save them um we could save them for another guest or another podcast episode but love all the questions so thank you um so Paige, if you could just kind of give us a little background on what got you into art therapy specifically or your journey to that how that mm -hmm. formulated and what brought you there love that so <laughs> i took my first psych class when i was 16 so a while ago and in high school uh -huh. and I knew from then that I wanted to be some kind of counselor, therapist, mental health lady. And I stuck with that through college mm -hmm. and I've always loved art and it, it had just been a hobby for me mm -hmm. up until my junior year of college. And one of my friend's moms actually I was like, I would just love if there was a way I could combine art and therapy. She's like, that is a thing. <laughs> they, there's a degree for that. Wow. I like, shut up. <laughs> so I, <laughs> I looked into it. I had never even heard of art therapy. And so I got my bachelor's in psychology with a minor in art and then went to Disney. And, and that's when we met. And... <laughs> um then went on to grad school for art therapy. So yeah, um, it's just my two, two of my favorite things, mental health and art combined. And I, I love that. Yeah. Um, and if you could tell us a little bit about your professional experience thus far that you've had working in the industry as a professional um, and what you have experienced, how it's been at, from your perspective. Yeah. Um, so I graduated um, two years ago and I've had a job at a mental health hospital, behavioral health hospital um, for people with eating disorders mm. for two years almost. Um, in June, it'll be my two year anniversary. Wow. And I know, isn't that crazy? That is crazy. I remember when you got that job. Yeah. <laughs> Oof, yeah. okay. Two years ago, wow. Um, mm -hmm. And so I've been at the same company uh, for two years, but kind of bounced around between buildings and different programs um, in that time, especially around COVID. I was a part of a, a new program that was um, supposed to be with adolescents and getting up and started. And then we like didn't have patients. We couldn't be in person. It was a whole thing. So um, I did virtual for a little bit, virtual therapy. And then um, since May of last year, I've been at the same building that I am at now. And I work with adults. Yeah. And okay. I really enjoy with adults. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, I mean, you've, it's with such, like, I would have thought if I didn't know you and I was listening to you talk, I would think that you've been a professional for years, like years and years. 
just like i'm not like of course i'm gonna gas you up but i also i think that speaks volumes to how much you uh care but also how how much this fits you how much like that you have realized your maybe not your whole life's goal like your whole life's journey but definitely the part that you're supposed to be in now is definitely fully realized i think and, and that's how it comes off um so it's just it's astonishing when you see someone that's doing what they're supposed to be doing <laughs> in a good way like the, the positive way not like well you should be doing that um last may 2020 when i was really going through my, a lot of anxiety and um i was really feeling down Paige called me and it just it felt very out of the blue but we had also been chat we had been texting a little bit yeah. um but we follow each other on instagram and stuff so it's not like we're completely out of each other's lives right. um but she called me and i was like wow it's so funny Paige called me uh and i told my mom i was like well i'm gonna go call Paige back and i went outside and walked down the street to sit on a bench by the pond outside and Paige and i sat on the phone it was like an hour and a half and it felt like it had been like a day since i'd seen her mm -hmm. so that's when you know that's that's when you know that's a good friend mm -hmm. that's when you know um but enough about us yes. <laughs> um <laughs> sorry um melanie how do you feel about Paige? <laughs> yeah name three nice things about me <laughs> it's, a, it's a test uh um, i'm just kidding you don't have to answer that but you can if you no. want to embarrassing she's my sister she's their sister yeah, she's our sister yeah we're all johnson yeah. sisters yeah <laughs> you have to like because we're black don't like me yeah um i just think it's so cool the thought of art therapy because when people are creative and have an outlet where they can either paint or use something use any type of medium with their hands it's very therapeutic uh, which mm -hmm. is why people like to plant and um, do puzzles and, you know, craft or sew or anything like that. People love to do that because it's it's cathartic, it's therapeutic, it helps you focus on something. I know for me, yeah. that's a big thing for me, having something else to take my mind off of my thoughts. Who wants to be alone with my thoughts? Not me. Um, but in your experience, what is a typical session look like with an art therapist specifically with you like what what kinds of things do you do what I'm, I'm very curious about what that looks like so yeah so i'm not seeing individual patients right now because mm -hmm. i run groups and help support like the milieu mm -hmm. but i have had um individual sessions with like one-on-one -on -one clients one-on-one -on -one patients mm -hmm. and um because part of art therapy it's like you can't be an art therapist without being also trained in mental health yeah you know it's like you can't be an art therapist without being a therapist right you can be a therapist without being a therapist but I just am both so oh, okay um, um so like a, a session might be talking about like where this the patient is at what is coming up for them, things that they want to work on. And if they're open to doing art, then I might bring that up in, in a way that I think could be helpful for them. Okay. So if, if I know they're working on anger or if I'm sensing that they have a lot of anger, then we might do like an activity or um, an art therapy 
a task that revolves around expressing anger through art. Oh, okay. Yeah. So it's kind so of intuitive to what you think the, like maybe it, a patient may not say outwardly like, I'm sad or like I'm frustrated, but you have to kind of gather information throughout your sessions, maybe more than one, probably more than one, um, and kind of figure it out along the way, kind of changing your lesson plan almost on the, or whatever kind of plan you have kind of based on what the patient's telling you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We use like the, what we're feeling in the room mm -hmm. to guide the next question or, and I do that in groups too. So if someone is talking about really stuck on one topic or one part of, and I bring up anger because I do run an anger awareness group right now with patients. And, okay. Um, if they're talking about one specific thing as a person in mental health, we are told to like reflect and if it's appropriate to reframe the thought. So if they, if the patient is talking about one specific event over and over and over, then I might say like, it sounds like you're really like stuck on this or it sounds like you're, this event is really upsetting to you. Mm -hmm. um, so kind of reading between the lines and saying it back to them. Yeah. is like a big part and that helps inform what we do next. Mm. Art, then we'll do art. Yeah. Wow. And if it's not like I am comfortable doing just like process groups or talk mm -hmm. groups or talk sessions, um, art doesn't have to be involved included in that. Yeah. But okay. I also I run specific art therapy groups and we'll do art and then we'll talk about it. Gotcha. Okay. Well, kind of switching gears to you personally, not as a professional, um, very obviously big into being an advocate for mental health. Um, yes. What has made you so passionate about it? Why, why is it something that you are, obviously everyone should be, I'm not questioning like, why, why are you passionate about it? But like, what about your mental health or mental health awareness in general? Um, mm -hmm is specific to you what what how do you why do you feel this way about it <laughs> yeah <laughs> um i i think uh i don't want this to sound bad but growing up i don't think i was heard mm. very much like my my true feelings in a lot of different ways um and I remember not wanting other people to feel unheard. Mm. So like, I want to help people express themselves and to feel comfortable and um, I guess fight the stigma of like not being able to share their true feelings. Mm. So. I think it's important to, to share my journey with mental health and also other resources and um, let others know that, that their voice is important. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, that there's a lot of stigma around mental health and getting help mm -hmm. and um, 
there doesn't need to be. And so I want to help others feel heard. Hmm. Mm. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Melanie shaking her head, pursing her lips. That's the that on that, okay? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's the whole reason why our pod- podcast exists. It came out of, it was born out of wild times from last year when my anxiety was raging and the only thing that was going to that really helped me was being in the pool and that was kind of my form of therapy almost just being able to get in the water and float and feel myself in the water and or not feel i guess my the weight of me (laughs) um and i don't understand i've never understood why there has been such a stigma around wanting to have your mind be okay and having your overall well-being be okay like what's the deal man (laughs) do you not want others to feel okay or do you not do you not want to feel okay that's i I just never understood the stigma yeah yeah i i've always thought it came from generations of people just having to suck it up pull your boots on Mm -hmm. and and deal with it and maybe that works for some people but it also discredits um other people being able to ask for help Mm. and being able to i'm not okay and i can't just like get over it right you shouldn't have to get over it but i think i think that's where the stigma comes from and this idea of it coming from a place of weakness Mm. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. no one wants to feel weak or seem weak Right. Hmm. But that's not what it is. No. Knowing that you need help, that you can't do this on your own, that you are suffering and not being able to ask for help is more of a place of feeling weak. Yeah. No, I I 100% agree. Yeah. Not doing it. Like, Doing something that is hard and sometimes asking for help is very hard. That is a sign of strength. Yes. Yeah. It's, it's almost like backwards. It's, it's opposite of like yeah. what people would think, like being able to, to say that you need help and ask for help and do the things that you need to get help is harder than not getting the help you need and not getting, and just letting things be the way they are. Like, mm-hmm the the doing the work is even harder than than not doing it <laughs> like that that's yeah. real so when people tell me they're going to therapy that's always like a big like whoa okay so we've uh not that it has to be a huge deal it doesn't have to be a big deal to go to therapy mm-hmm. it it can just be it can be whatever you want it to be and it can be what you make it and it doesn't have to be a big thing or it can be a big thing mm-hmm. um but it always just i always get proud i feel very proud of people that put in the effort to do the work but you have to do the work that's the other thing too like yeah. you 50 percent is getting there if the other 50 percent is doing it <laughs> like, yeah. so yeah. um it's uh it's so oh, whoa yeah. we've already we've you gotten very deep will, you can't will your problems away you can't wish your mental health struggles away all right ladies and gentlemen thanks for coming to thoughts from pool yeah. therapy yeah, um that's yeah. uh that's <laughs> Um, but this also kind of leads into something that you wanted to talk about Paige was about, um, speaking on the topic of mental health, obviously, um, Mm -hmm. Paige and I've had this conversation before. So Melanie, I'm excited to hear what your thoughts are, um, with stigma going around with stigma and mental health. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, 
celebrity mental health and the stigma behind that they have even elevated like because they're so watched and they're under the eyes of of tabloids fans um people that want to hire them to do stuff so they have a lot of different things flying at them and then when they finally have a break they're like a mental break or just like a break they don't even really like get the support that they deserve or need yeah um so the first example that i brought to you was kanye and the Mm -hmm. big stigma around him and his mental health i think for years people have just been calling him crazy Mm. and then when he comes out as saying like no i have a mental health diagnosis then people have sympathy for him and it's why does it take why does it take something so extreme to to find sympathy Mm. Mm. or like I think about when Justin Bieber a couple years ago he canceled like the second half of his tour and he's like the purpose world tour yep rip r.i.p and people were so mad at what would you rather have like they would say you know the media would say we need to ask for help like there were no there were warning signs we ignored them um but but instead he's saying i need to cancel this tour and he's getting ripped to shreds in the media yep they're upset but it it takes something very serious for people to have sympathy Mm. and that's yep hmm hmm I it's it's it comes in my opinion it comes back to that thing with where we were talking about how people feel weak when they need to ask for help or when they need to you know in Justin's case cancel the second half of his world tour or Kanye when he says you know I need to move out to Wyoming and be by myself and you know it's almost like because we treat them as like these icons and these gods and goddesses almost that they can't have these weaknesses that they can't ask for help that they shouldn't be they shouldn't have to ask for help they have everything that they want but it's lonely at the top baby it's (laughs) if you don't have your priorities straight if you don't have your you know good people around you if you have people around you and like in taylor swift's case scooter braun who is completely unsupportive and obviously um it's your life can really be a living hell sometimes and it can come to a point where you feel like nothing's worth it anymore and it can come to a point where you're just like well what what can i do now um and this is obviously speaking like we don't know justin or kanye personally <laughs> yo but listen if I you guys need a sponsorship with justin day. justin i love you i love your new work i want to come see you on the justice world tour so like hit me up hit me up boo but mm-hmm. um how many times did me and you listen to purpose when you were here Paige? <laughs> the cd Maybe i can't hear that one song that can we I can't hear that without thinking of you (laughs) someone played it on a peloton ride the other day and I was like oh my god Ah! um but yeah I mean it's 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 so stupid the idea of celebrity first of all is stupid in my opinion um second of all um the fact that we treat them like they can't be human beings like, mm-hmm. why do we have to act like they're they're not they're literally another human that is made up of 
75, 85% water or whatever the percentage is that it it's, breathes the same air we breathe. They do the same things we do. They, they want to be normal people too. Just the fact that they are in a movie that you really enjoy and that you've watched several times over and that they, you know, they still walk among us. Why do they, why do they not get a free, why do they not get a pass when yeah. they need the help that they need? Just like you need help. Just like we need help. Like there's no reason in my opinion that, that that should be a thing. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> and that's it, that on that. Oh, yeah. That's it. I think too, like, um, you know, everything with Britney Spears. Free Britney. Oh my God. Mm. She is clearly unwell. Yes. Yes. Psychologically unwell. And, and so is Kanye. Yes. He's unwell. Mm. He, like, these people aren't crazy people like they are unwell yeah yes yes the britney spears thing is so sad especially when you have you seen the hulu documentary no but i've heard all i love pop culture i say so i'm not like a perfect advocate for celebrities mental health because i love the drama i love the dirt (laughs) i'm living for the crazy tweets of kanye's yep the him calling himself like jesus uh-huh jesus jesus like, <laughs> literally like that i live for that kind of drama i love it and so i've heard a lot about the hulu documentary but i i felt like i watched it because i've heard so much about it um but i uh, i yeah so i i'm not a perfect advocate for them but i clearly yeah it's not something's not right clearly we understand like i i am a i love guilty i have a guilty pleasure for pop culture and the drama and the tea um i have been guilty of calling a celebrity crazy or unhinged or whatever but that's because i don't know kanye personally i don't know justin personally i don't know Brittany personally so from the outside looking in crazy is the first word that it seems like to you yeah. But then yeah. we can all kind of dissect that down a little bit and dilute that and be like, okay, they're not crazy. They are unwell or they are depressed or manic or whatever. It's because our vernacular is so um, elementary, I think, sometimes yeah. when we don't understand yeah. something. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I it's just, mental health is such a huge thing that gets thrown by the wayside for a lot of people sometimes because it just doesn't seem sometimes it doesn't seem worth it when you're looking at it you're like well why things are okay right now and i can manage right now why do i need to change it well why do you need to just manage it girl why why can't you just why can't you make it better <laughs> why live like that when you can live better <laughs> yeah and there's yeah. lots of different things you could do and they don't have to be big things they could be small things yeah um well, yeah i mean our days are made up of small things that turn into big things you're so profound and wise Paige <laughs> Thank you. do you just you feel like you listen to like an author talk about her book or something like yeah. that she wrote like yeah. uh, we got pretty deep actually yeah we went out there
Well, so I'm going to go ahead and ask some of our questions from our guests. Um, we'll talk about a few of them. Um, let's see. Um, we'll start off with a funny one from my friend Carly. She asked, what recommendations do you have for someone who is just barely good with drawing stick figures asking for a friend? <laughs> <laughs> Me. <Wow>. Mood. <laughs> I would, I mean, is the goal to be good is the goal to make a lot of art what is your goal that's what i would first ask you carly let us know (laughs) yeah call in um (laughs) write in a voice memo (laughs) no i think keep keep drawing your stick figures you gotta start somewhere i have been making art since i was a child like yeah we taught and uh I never stopped so that is how art is such a big part of my life there you go never stop stopping as that movie said one time (laughs) just kidding never stop um so there you go Carly it depends on how much art you want to make or the goal to be good at art keep drawing keep drawing your stick figures never give up never give up um cory wants to know cory from australia mate um cory charmed i'm sure you what i just sent a painting to cory all the way to australia all the way oh my god worth it um i can't wait to get my painting if you guys haven't already please go follow Paige's art page at it's at page elizabeth studio yes (laughs) Paige is miming the words to me in the camera to make sure I don't mess it up. <laughs> uh, her links and stuff will also be in the description of the episode, so make sure you guys go down and or the show Smash notes. Smash the like like button. Smash that subscribe button. Smash the like button. Um, they call it show notes. I've real I've learned the podcast oh. episode descriptions are called show notes. Look at <laughs> listen, Look at you, you podcaster. <laughs> um, her all of her links and stuff to her Instagrams, her personal and her professional one will be there. Um. Yay. And her Etsy link will be there as well. So yeah. <laughs> um, anyway, Corey asked, <laughs> um, what's the biggest misconception about therapy that you wish you could change? Ooh. Well, okay. First thing that came to my head was that your therapists have their shit together. And that mm. is um, Clearly, like I kept thinking like throughout this episode, thinking these people are really going to think I'm a therapist. Like I'm just a nut who loves astrology. (laughs) Well, that's also true that both the things can be true and related. That's right. And if you know what that means, good. If not, I can't tell you. So, um, (laughs) so secretive. (laughs) I know. I know. behavioral therapy dialectic <laughs> behavioral therapy it's two things can be true at once there you go okay amen yes. sis um, yeah so that your therapist you know therapists aren't perfect they don't have their emotional stuff together mm-hmm. they're working progress just like you and that you don't have to be falling apart in the deepest depression of your life to go to therapy amen Paige is the first person that ever told me that everyone should be in therapy at some point in your life, even if things are good, even if things are bad, even if things are mediocre. So if you ever heard me say that, you can thank Paige Johnson 
for those words because I got that from Paige and I 100% agree with her. Um, and uh, like we said earlier, things don't need, it doesn't have to be a big deal. It doesn't have to be a monumental occasion. It doesn't have to be anything. It doesn't have to be for anything. It could just be for you, yeah. <laughs> for your well-being. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm therapy and like I said, tour season is treating me well. But I think part of that, me doing well, is because I'm in therapy. And, and the circle of life continues. Yeah. <laughs> um, yes. Paige actually shared a, a graphic on her Instagram today that said, um, I am a therapist and I'm in therapy or, so, or all most mental health. What does it say? I think it said, I'm a therapist who goes to therapy. Yes. And, and I said, that said that on that. There shouldn't be a big thing about that either. She pages yeah. a person who is a therapist who also needs to go to therapy. A truly, most of, most of my friends here are therapists just because that's who I work with and yeah. the people I spend my time with. Um, off the top of my head, I can't think of anyone who isn't in therapy or currently or hasn't been in therapy recently. There you go. That's so. it. That's it, that on that. That's it. Um, thank you, Corey, for your question. Uh, and thank you, Carly, for your question. I don't know if I said thank you earlier. Um, Michael Ferguson didn't have any questions or topics to discuss, but he just wanted to tell you that Paige was his favorite trainee. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> you heard it here first, folks. The only Annie. time. <laughs> Annie, eat crap. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Annie. Oh, my God. I love that. I win. Yes. Um, Michael Ferguson was Paige trainer, Paige's trainer for the five days of actual on the job training. And then I did Paige's assessment. Um, so I gave her the rights and responsibilities to work at Spaceship Earth. You're all welcome. Um, <laughs> um, the day of her assessment, Paige and I, I really don't even think that we did any work really. Um, yeah. We rode the ride and I pretended to ask you to do the show scenes and the doors and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, we went to photo edit to pretend like I, was doing something um i was a really good trainer <laughs> <You all can tell. laughs> yes, melanie like who's it. like super good training by the book does everything you're supposed to meanwhile i'm like <laughs> i thought you were good thank you <laughs> i need to have fun and you added me on snapchat during... yes ma'am <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> on my phone that barely got service in the break room nailed it um but yes um thank you fergie for your comment not question um Miss you. Love you. Um, You're my favorite trainer, Fergie. Um, my friend Jordan asked, what are your ways of calming yourself down when getting anxious about something? So my shifts are are 12-hour shifts. Um, Yikes. Yeah. <laughs> Yikes! So a long day that I feel nervous about what I'm walking into. Um, so I get worked up the day before and thinking about Basically, my my life, my day-to-day life is like on pause because I have to, and I used to do three 12s in a row, and now I do, I'm only part-time at the hospital now, but um, I, they're separated, so I don't have to do any back-to-back, which is great, but planning meals, planning my sleep schedule, like making sure my hair is washed, you know, like getting all those things done because truly I have no time on the days that yeah you wake up go to work come home go to sleep that that's your whole day that's the whole day you don't have any time for anything else in the day 
truly. Yeah. So it's very emotional work. So um, I get, and I struggle with anxiety. I, I think I mentioned on the last uh, episode that I was on, in my freshman year of college, I started painting on cardboard because my anxiety was crippling. Yeah. And um, that is what I did to just keep my hands busy. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I still, art is definitely a way for me to uh, calm down and um, put my mind on pause. Mm-hmm. Going to therapy is very helpful. I journal a lot. I'll just um, like flow of consciousness journal. Mm-hmm. Everything mm-hmm. that I've always wanted to say that is spinning in my mind and that helps. Yeah. Melanie also likes to journal. She's shared yeah, several times. I do. Um, do you do any kind of like free flowing journaling, Mel, or is it all no, mostly it's prompts? Just like the prompts. Okay. Would you, would, do, do you think you would? Oh. Yeah, I do it every day. Oh, wow. Good for you. When do you do it? Before you go to bed or in the morning? I do it before I go to bed. Ah, like a reflection, manifesting. Yeah. Oh. It's like, it's, um, I've talked about it a few times, but it's from Case Kenny. Um, in there, I have three of his journals, but the one that I'm working on right now, it's just, it's called New Mindset, Who, who Dis? Um, oh, I it, that. Yeah. Um, and it has, the journal is like, like, what's on your mind right now? How are you feeling? And like, one word, how happy are you from like a scale of one to 10? Um, what can you do to be happier? Um, and then how do you want to feel? And then it has like reflections and like, what do you want to manifest? And then it has another like reflection part that are like, like different that. questions every day. Wow. Mm-hmm. How have you, uh, you've been doing it for a while now. It's been uh, like, yeah, it's been like 60 days. Oh, wow. How have you, do you feel like it's helped you reframe your mindset or do you feel like it's been helpful to you? Yeah. Some days it's not as helpful right. as most days but <laughs> right yeah i definitely think it's been helpful wow that's good i've just never been a journal gal myself i love though the anxiety journal you sent me page like i like it. that one I, I like that one because it doesn't have mostly writing prompts a lot of it's like doodle this or put into work put into a drawing or like a symbol or just write out whatever you're feeling right now so sometimes I like would just like doodle like lines and stuff. Cause that's what I usually do when I'm like bored or something. Mm-hmm. Um, I've only opened it a few times, but I loved scrolling through and like seeing what the prompts were and thinking about them mostly mm-hmm. um, being like, Hmm, I wonder what I would put for this. Like, <laughs> like I need yeah. to, pu- I need to pull it back out again. Cause I really do like it. And I like doodling in it just to have like what I'm thinking in that moment down on paper. Um, yeah. So I, I like yeah. that. Um, but yeah, that's super helpful. I think it was from urban outfitters where you got that from. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. The anxiety journal or something. Um, so it's also very aesthetically pleasing notebook because the front is really cute. (laughs) Um, gotta have a cute journal. Am I right? Ladies. Um, but yeah, Melanie's a big journal stan. Yep. Journal advocate. So love love that. We need, we need a journal advocate in our lives. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm glad that, that, that you both have that, that helps you that that's, um, yeah. cause journaling is a huge, I mean, it could really, if you, if you do it every day and if you are intentional about it, it can be very helpful. Yeah. Yeah. Especially if it's part of a routine too. Yeah. 
Yeah. And mine isn't a routine. It's mine is mostly when my thoughts are swirling in my head mm. and I can't, and I live alone. So I can't, I talk to myself a lot, <laughs> <laughs> I talk out loud to myself, but like, I can't stop my mind from swirling. And if you have anxiety and you're listening and you've never tried journaling, try it because it's so nice to just like sit and flip, like just say everything and I'll swear and I'll say all these horrible things. And then I process like, actually, no, that's not how I feel. That's just what I wanted to say to this person. Yeah. It's so nice to get it out. Yeah. A lot of people do that too, though. Well, they'll write down what they wish they would have said. And then they either like tear it up and throw it away or burn it or keep it and, you know, put in an envelope. Sometimes just the act of doing it, like you were going to send it to someone works. Um, So yeah, that's awesome. I love that. Uh, maybe I need to try journaling again. <laughs> maybe I need to get into journaling. <laughs> Give it a go, girl. <laughs> Dabble in journaling. Um, but that actually brings us um, to the end of our um, listener questions. I didn't ask all of them. Some of them we already actually reviewed or talked about or you answered. Yeah. Uh, a lot of them were about what kind of art therapy is, what, how you got into it. Um, we've already talked about kind of managing anxiety and things like that. Um, mm-hmm. So I want to ask you the question that... Um, our last guest, Jordan, asked, um, we haven't done this since that episode, but um, we don't have a cannonball this week, um, but I'm going to ask you the, the guest question from when Jordan was on. And it's okay. a very, this could be a cannonball if we if we really got into it. Um, and it could be very controversial depending on what your answer is. What he oh, you'll know. Oh. What's, what's your oh. favorite condiment? <gasps> oh. <laughs> Okay, you can give us some top some top hits. Okay, greatest hits. Greatest hits can't go without tapatio hot sauce, specifically tapatio. Oh, you know that one? Yes. Okay, sexy little man on the front. (laughs) (laughs) I like it, but it is a plus. The sexy man on the front. That's why I buy my hot sauce. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> there's me from my cabinet in my spicy muy picante okay so that's one that like first came to mind okay <laughs> um <laughs> only with okay chick-fil-a sauce i could bathe in but oh yeah, a hundred percent. That is like only at Chick Fil A, like only Chick Fil A chicken and Chick Fil A yes fries with Chick Fil A sauce. But like, yes, I could. Holy Grail, Holy Grail. Yes, yes, yes. But Literally, it's holy, holy chicken. That's not so universal. Yes. Okay, I'm. I'm such like. My parents are from the Midwest, and so <laughs> I'm Bronco Berry. Call <laughs> <laughs> back. What did you say? I'm so sorry. I talked over you. I said Bronco Berry. No, no you didn't. I said <laughs> I said ranch, which is ranch. 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 But every restaurant and every ranch tastes different. So. Um. Do you have a specific like ranch that. that you love? 
Yes, and you're not going to know what this is because oh. it's from a um, restaurant in my hometown. Oh, okay. Doc's Pizza. Shout out Doc's Pizza. Um, their ranch off the salad bar. It's like oh. a buttermilk homemade ranch. You're going to have to take me there when I come out to your dad's uh, restaurant when it opens. <laughs> we will. Uh, <laughs> okay, ranch, Chick-fil-A sauce, add Chick-fil-A, um, and Tapatio with the sexy little Mexi- Mexicano. Yes. All right, love that. Melanie, favorite condiment or condiments? Chick-fil-A sauce. Okay. Barbecue sauce. Ooh, she's a BBQ queen. Mm. BB queen. <laughs> BB queen. <laughs> Um, and then buffalo sauce. Ooh, buffalo. Oh. She loves a good buffalo sauce. Yeah. Um, like, buffalo, just straight up buffalo, like, straight up hot buffalo. Yeah. She likes the, we like the Frank's Red Hot. Yeah, Frank's Red That's Hot. That's what I was thinking. Okay. Mm. Okay. Yeah. We have, like, a bottle of that in our fridge, and we use it yeah, for pretty much have, everything. Yeah, we have a big bottle of it in our fridge. Yep. Okay, did you guys know you're not supposed to keep hot sauce in the fridge? It lessens the spice. I don't know. I don't eat it, so. Mom or dad probably put it in there, so. Calling out Becky or John J. You heard it here first, folks. You're not supposed to keep hot sauce in the fridge because it takes out the spice. Uh, Mm -hmm. um, That's what I heard. So my little tapatio is in my cabinet. Okay. The Tapatio man told you not to keep the hot sauce in the fridge. Yeah, he said he gets too cold. <laughs> um, mine is any kind of Chipotle ranch dressing or sauce. If it says Chipotle ranch or if it says Chipotle something in the title of it, I will eat it. <laughs> I That's the first thing I gravitate towards. I love any kind of like zesty ranch dressing, period, on anything. Yeah. Um, if you're going like classic condiment, honey mustard. Love honey oh. mustard. I stan. Very controversial opinions here. So yeah. <laughs> everyone let us know what your favorite condiments are. Um, Paige, would you like to uh, ask a question to the next guest? We don't know who it's going to be yet. It could be Justin Bieber. It could be. Um, yeah, our lunch dates. Yeah, you know? Melanie has to get all these celebrity numbers like Christina, Jessica, yeah, Brittany. What's so. like Nick? Nick Lache- Nick Lachey? No, Nick. Um, yes. call back to like the the beginning of the episode. Nick Viles. Yeah, him. Nick yeah, we got yeah. We got to ask him what his favorite condiment is. We didn't ask today. Yeah. Mm. Um, at lunch. At lunch. Yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll text him. Um, we'll DM him on Instagram. Um, but what would you like to ask the next guest? It could be related to if you want to stay on theme. It could be a mental health awareness month related question if you'd like. Mm-hmm. What is one like mental health coping skill that you haven't tried but would like to try? I love that question. Yeah, that's like a good one. Someone could say journaling, but I've never sat down to do it. You know, a someone could say art, painting, but I've never done it. Stick figures, but I've never done it. Um, also, <laughs> Carly. <laughs> um. I wrote in a question. <laughs> oh, yeah. Sorry. Let's end on this question. Um, we had a, a, a fellow Leo, um, also by the name of Paige. So strange. Um, wow. She asked, why or how are you still single, girl? <laughs> wow. What a great question. 
hatred in that question. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know either. You're a catch. You're a snack, girl. Thank you. Thank you. If you're not just a snack. You're the whole meal. Hey. If you know of anyone, um, male, 25 to 32 in the Denver area, <laughs> sister up. Hey, everybody, you heard that first. If you're in the Denver area and you are 25 to 32 years old and you're a person who identifies as male, go ahead and hit up Paige Johnson, everybody. Um, at Paige Elizabeth Studio on Instagram. Um, what's your What's your actual one, Paige? Page 017. Page 017 is her personal Instagram, so go ahead and slide into either DMs. But if you're sliding into the yeah. professional one, you got to buy a painting. I don't make the rules. So, <laughs> or a pair of earrings that you wear on the date. So, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Show us you're a real man. Wear the earrings. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, Paige, it has been a joy to have you back on the podcast. I love when you're. I know this is only the second time, but I can't wait till you come back again. We've loved having you. Um, thank you for all your wisdom, the advice, the tips you've given and sharing your, your story with us, um, both last time and this time. And I can't wait to see you soon, hopefully. I know, I know. Yes, soon. Soon, sisters. Soon, Melanie, Bostic, do you have anything you would like to end on? I haven't said it in a while. You have not said it in a while. That's why I was asking you. You know what I'm going to say? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do it, do it, do it. All good things. All good things. I did it. I said it. That's Melanie's phrase. Um, Paige, do you have anything you'd like to leave the pool peeps with? Um, Ask for help if you need it. I think I I might have said that last time. You did. I love that it's consistent, though. It's still true. It is still true. Love that. Um, Well, on that note, ladies and gentlemen, bye. Page, you just said it. I didn't want to interrupt. I didn't know. Bye. <laughs>